0: I want to talk today in in some ways I want to talk about strategy but what I really want to talk about is one key thing that Republicans are doing very very well. I want to unpack and explain how we got to this moment where we are right now with what appears to be the overturning of Roe versus Wade. But it's bigger than that. It's deeper than that. And I want to really unpack and explain and discuss what Republicans are doing really well. And in many ways, how it needs to be duplicated by those of us who are fighting for something very, very different than they are. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The Breakdown. The Breakdown the, 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 the Breakdown It is a significant mistake to not study what your political opponents do well it's, It is a fatal error and, and, and listen, I'm not talking about just Democrats and Republicans here yet, but if you, uh, I, I help run campaigns and elections and fight for candidates. And when you lose, if you don't do an autopsy on your own campaign and a deep analysis on the campaign that beats you, you We'll never grow and improve and win more in the future. I'm proud to say that I have fought for and won elections in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. Like we're not just just winning. We're not just losing. We win and we lose. When we win, we try to really pinpoint what we did well and what we could improve But I learn so much from the losses because you you have to spend time analyzing why you lost. It's hard. It's emotional. It hurts. Right now, the Democratic Party, which controls the House, the Senate and the presidency, but does not control the Supreme Court, which Republicans probably desired control of more than any other branch of the government. Even though Democrats control the House, the Senate, the presidency, control 20 or so governorships across the country, even though they control those things, what Republicans really wanted control of is the Supreme Court and judgeships all over America. And right now, Democrats are reeling because it was leaked that it appears the Supreme Court is very close to issuing a decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. If you have not listened to yesterday's podcast, I try to unpack and explain what was released. It was a a draft of a Supreme Court opinion from conservatives on the Supreme Court. And in that draft, they overturn Roe versus Wade. But that draft, we are told, is not final and we do know is not yet official and likely won't be official until until next month or maybe even a little later. Now, Republicans could change their mind on that draft. Conservatives on the court, rather, could change their mind on that draft and do something very different. We, we don't know. It's likely the draft was deeply meticulous. Um, while I disagree with many points, it was a a well sourced, well footnoted, deeply detailed document. You can vehemently disagree with it, but it was not written on the back of a napkin. Okay, it was a meticulous document overturning Roe versus Wade. And Republicans got to that point where they have a supermajority on the Supreme Court, where they control so many judgeships across the country. Republicans got to that point. Listen to me closely. Um, not just because they're evil, um, not because they're racist and white supremacist. Okay, all those these things may be factors in some way, but that's, that's not how they got there. Um, it may be, It's not because they uh, spend big money from super PACs. Republicans got to this point of being right on the verge of overturning Roe versus Wade because they planned for it, strategized for it, and fought for it relentlessly for two, almost three generations. Overturning Roe versus Wade has been a key rallying point, a unifying point for Republicans for nearly 50 years. And so in the 70s, They began to loosen the lid on the jar, but with what looked like very little progress in the 80s. It became very much a cultural rallying point for Republicans, but they had very little actual success in the 90s. They just so slightly began loosening the lid on the jar, appointing deeply conservative judges to the Supreme Court and to benches across the country. And in the 2000s, appointing more conservative judges to the Supreme Court. And then in the 2010s, appointing multiple conservative judges to the Supreme Court. And Republican presidents openly said, I am looking for judges who are going to overturn Roe versus Wade. And Republican donors donated with this in mind, Republican activists and organizers organized with this in mind, and it has been a key central rallying point. It has been a fundamental part of the conservative strategy for decades. And had they not worked on it literally in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and now into the 2020s, had they not worked on it through multiple generations, what appears to be very close to happening would not have happened. And that is a masterfully played strategy. It's how you have Republicans do, If there are 100 things, they may disagree on 95 of those 100 things. But there are four or five things they pretty much agree on, and there's really one that they super agree on, and that is overturning Roe versus Wade. And because they have a fundamental agreement on that idea, they not only strategized, but organized and fundraised, and here's the most important part, executed on their strategy, masterfully. And Democrats, even though they now control the House, the Senate, and the presidency for at least a little bit longer, even though Democrats controlled the House, the Senate, and the presidency at the beginning of the Obama administration and and had a supermajority in Congress, even though Democrats have had that, Republicans have found a way to make sure their primary unifying goal is very close to happening. Now, let me flip the script. What is the one thing that Democrats have been organizing and fighting for for 50 years? Name it. What's the one policy that they want to enact? The one thing that they want to get done? What is it? What, it? what is that thing? What's the policy? Name the policy. Name the law that Democrats are determined to overturn and have almost complete unity on. What is it? I don't know it. Do you know the law that Democrats either want to enact or overturn and are unanimous on? I can't name it. You can't name it. Because it doesn't exist. In fact, my, my argument is and will continue to be. I, I mean, I talk about this in deep detail in my book, Make Change. The Democratic Party is really just here to maintain society as it is. They're not here to bring about deep systemic change to health care, to pay, to issues of justice and policing and mass incarceration. They're here to basically keep things the way they are. What is the one policy that all Democrats agree on? It doesn't exist. And because Republicans do have that and have fought for something for longer than I've been alive, they are now about to see the fruits of their labor. And we can disagree about it until the cows come home, but it's real and there's something to learn there. Listen, I've got to run. I've got a staff meeting for Grassroots Law. I'm really, really grateful for all your prayers as I recover from this neck surgery. Hopefully, my last for a very long time. Love and appreciate all of you. Please, if you're not yet a member here at the North Star, please go to the northstar.com and join today. Everything we do, we're able to do because of generous donors just like you. You can join for as little as 8 bucks. Go to the Northstar.com and become a member today. Thank all of you. There are almost 3,100 of you who've purchased my book. It's my upcoming book. It's my memoir, Lemons and Stones. You can go to lemonsandstones.com. 100% of the proceeds go back to help us fund the day-to-day work of the North Star, and uh, eventually are going to help us publish more books and tell more stories. So we're grateful for all of you and all of your support. Take care, everybody. Break it down.